I was watching a video earlier today and I got really emotional. Well, I've been very emotional lately. Don't know why. It's just, <laughs> I don't know, comes and goes. <laughs> I'm a cancer son, what can I say? <laughs> and I was watching this TikTok of um, this girl who was like, Oh, the masculine urge to show your love by sharing fruit. And it was a dad splitting an apple with Aww. like his wife and his daughter. And then I mm. almost started crying. Well, I did tear up a little bit. I was like, Juan mm -hmm. used to <laughs> split his apple with me. And I was like, that is so cute. Like, <laughs> masculine urge to feed my roommate. <laughs> Literally, it was the most wholesome thing in the whole wide world. And I remember I told you, too, like, I remember when I first got my second job in our old org, um, I was really stressed out about this presentation that I had to do, and I couldn't figure out how to get it done. Like, it was just a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was up all night, multiple nights in a row, trying to do research, trying to get it done. And um, at that point, it was just me and my brother at our house. I remember him at random points throughout the night in the morning. Like, he walked up to me with a little piece of cheese that he cut. <laughs> and he wouldn't say anything. He'd just walk up to me and, like, hold it out. And I'd be like, thank you. <laughs> like, mm. like, this is the only food I've had in who knows how many hours. <laughs> thank you. And I just thought it was just the most wholesome thing in the whole wide world. Oh, yeah. Aww his mind your mind also <laughs> your mind bitch well anyway should we start <laughs> we're seven minutes in babes oh, i was gonna say something really quick uh, <laughs> uh, is there a ghost <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna keep that whole last section <laughs> You witch. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Are you ready? As I'll ever be. Excellent. <clears throat> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of No Literally. My name is Juan. And I'm Georgina. And today, well, before I jump right in, Georgina, how are you? I want to say, okay, right now, I'm excellent. Kisses all around. <laughs> right now, when I said my my name, it, it just reminds me how literally nobody calls me Georgina. Oh. Like, everybody has a nickname for me. <laughs> this is true. And it throws me off. Like, certain people will call me Georgina, and that's just, you know, whatever. Like, it's fine when they do it. But other people who have known me for so long have always called me by a nickname. Mm -hmm. And I noticed how much it bothers me when they government name me. I sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. So you hate me. <laughs> no, I, I'm obsessed with you. Somebody I've known for a couple of years now has never called me anything but Geo. Huh. It's a nickname I've had for like 10 years now. Uh -huh. And 
you know, they've always called me Gio. And last night we were talking and they called me Georgina. Hi. And I felt like, like my body went like into shock. (laughs) (laughs) Into fight or flight. Literally. I was like, what did I do? What happened? What just like, what what went wrong just now? And I was like, almost nobody calls me Georgina. (laughs) And like people who call me by nickname, like once they find their nickname for me they stick with it <laughs> so when they call me anything but that i'm just like what what's wrong <laughs> huh i switched nicknames for you i have georgie george georgiana <laughs> i don't call you that one a lot because i forget but i know i call you georgiana what else do i call you <gasps> say it <laughs> hey, you know what you're thinking. <laughs> I call you prima. I call you uh, amigis. Um, yes, and I think that's all of them. <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you don't want to trigger me. <laughs> <laughs> we're on national. We're on a national platform right now. <laughs> No, y'all. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so today we're going to be Wait. talking about what? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Um, <laughs> my throat hurts just the tiniest bit, so I'm a little concerned. My nose is stuffy, but my nose has been stuffy for like months now, so I'm not, mm. I'm just like, whatever about it. Um, so yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm sleepy a little bit. Um, I feel but... that. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you should be. As uh, I am. As you should. Uh. <laughs> uh, right. Um. Anyway, so today we're going to be talking about <laughs> one of the greatest, if not the greatest, show to ever exist on the planet earth um and that is avatar the last airbender um it's literally so good so i'm excited georgina agreed to this topic because i'm excited to go through some of our favorite episodes and talk about what talk about them um so we're gonna go book by book season by season um and just talk about a few of our favorite episodes. Uh, Georgina, do you want to start? Um, I think I should because I think my, in chronology, my first episode is first. Okay. Um, well, here's why you shouldn't start first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. You're right. And you should say it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so my first episode from book one was um the episode jet i just it gave me a little bit like lord of the flies vibes oh yeah just because you know these kids were just on their own like they're trying to figure life out whatever and like i feel like when I first saw Jet, like, when I watched it as a kid, I was like, he gets it! No, yeah. But, like, the older I got, and, like, I mean, obviously, the more I rewatched it as an adult, (laughs) uh, I won't say how many times. (laughs) 
I don't know. Like he's just so full of rage. And I think he's just, it's that child thing of like, you're, you're, it's very narrow-minded and it's that like childlike thing that it's like, you're not really looking at all the solutions and really thinking out all the consequences and yeah, freaking Katara. Literally leave her, leave her alone. I can't stand her. Literally, you swear that if you were in in that situation in a forest with Jet, she turned on her brother. Okay, yeah. She turned on her brother. Uh, Unforgivable. For what? Well, Sokka was being annoyed. Sokka was being... (laughs) That's what she's like. Yeah, that can make a pussy throb. (laughs) <laughs> i'm just <You're> kidding <laughs> um no but Sokka was being annoying wasn't he if i remember correctly I Sokka may not be the one with like all the brains whatever right but she was making fun of him for having these gut instinct of like something's wrong like he's wanting to protect ang wanting to protect himself and katara and she's just being a little bitch. <laughs> I cannot. No, 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 no. I ah. Sorry, I, think... I, I, I yawned. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were doing the fake one. Where? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that uh... too. <laughs> so drop that down. I just really don't appreciate how blindly she's willing to lead somebody else because yeah. it's like one have a little faith in the group that you're already in and stop like you're in a situation where you're expected to act like I mean maybe I'm reading too much into it because again it's a cartoon but like you're in a situation where you're expected to fend for yourself act act like an adult because the fate of the world is in your hands literally yeah and you're literally just acting on your hormones and you're turning your back on your family which is not very cash water money. tribe of you. Oh. Huh? <laughs> I said not very cash money of her. <laughs> yeah, it's not very cash money of her. I was going to say not very Ohana of her. <laughs> I love Lilo and Stitch as, as, as everyone should. should. <laughs> right. But and... you know what? Sorry to interrupt. No, please go. go. Please go. Oh. But you know what? To be fair, on behalf of Katara, she, well, first of all, this is what I love about this show is it shows how fucking pervasive the war is and how it impacts literally everybody's life. Correct. Like, oh my God, like we have these kids over here living in trees, doing their thing. And like to make an episode out of that, like, I don't know. It's just such a subtle way, not even subtle, like such a good way to just be like, like, everybody's lives like kids especially are being affected especially because the main character is freaking 12 year old like my god like it's oh my god so good um but but she also didn't listen when they told her that jet was like attacking some old man because who would do that like so she's seeing she's seeing jet fight the bad guys right Mm -hmm. like her whole life fire nation is bad she's seeing jet do something that she thinks is good and he's like fighting the bad guys and like 
okay, go off, Jet. Like, you're a hero and rescued them. He rescued Katara, Sokka, and Aang from the Firebenders. Like, of course she's going to be like, oh, my God, he's a badass. Like, whatever. And he's on our side. Why would he beat up an old man? Why wouldn't she believe her brother, though? Like, she doesn't know these kids any which way from Tuesday. Why why is she trusting them so blindly? She's the first one to have a stick up her ass about <gasps> doing the right thing. I <gasps> meant it. And I meant it. I meant it. She's the first one to have a stick up her ass about doing the right thing, about following the rules and about this and that. And she's so high and mighty and pretentious. And she's so stuck up about the <gasps> rules. I said it and I meant it. The... She's... I, you know, damn well. <laughs> Season one, episode 18, Katara would like to talk to you. Oh, and she's gonna talk to you in a few minutes when I bring up my episode. Anyway. She's all (laughs) about doing the right thing. Absolutely. So if I, I don't know, if somebody said that you beat up an old man, I'd be like, what the? She would not do it. But you (laughs) (laughs) you know me. You know me. This is true. It's that thing of like, I don't know. We don't know any of the same people. I can't make them. I can't do this example. It's like that thing where, I don't know. I, I'm, I try to name a person that we both know and I'm drawing blanks. And it's so annoying. Um, It's just a situation. It's like, you know, your brother, you're supposed to trust, you trust yeah. your brother. Like, why why are you in turn shitting on your brother because of something he witnessed, like something he experienced? You know what? Wasn't she like you're jealous of Jet because he's like a better leader than you? Like, wasn't that wasn't that a thing that was going on in that episode? I remember correctly. But that's just literally her being mean to her brother. But <sighs> like, yeah. He may like because okay, it was him that led them into the Fire Nation camp. Oh yeah, because he was yes. trying to trust his in- right. right. He was trying to right. trust his instincts, and each time he was proven wrong. So now he's like, "Oh, Jet's crazy. Oh, whatever." Like, of course, Katara is going to be like, "Oh, he's just lying to prove his point." Like, and he's going to make up a lie and say that Jet beat up an old guy. Like, why would? Why would somebody lie about that? Why would Sokka lie about that? He would never. I I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? You're defending her to the death. And I can't stand her ass. I love Katara. You know what? I will say something. And it's going to be the most controversial thing I've ever said. I'm very anti-woman in this show. <laughs> you, you're literally obsessed with Toph. As everyone should be. I would die for Toph. I, you know I what? I can't you... stand Katara and I can't stand Azula. I love Azula. I Actually, it's just them two. <laughs> I'm anti-woman. <laughs> <laughs> I literally no okay, whatever. We'll get into it in a bit. Okay. 
Wait, yeah, so, we will. Yeah, we will. Wait, <laughs> so why do you bring up Jet as one of the episodes you want to discuss? Like, what, what are the highlights for you in this episode then? Or was this just an episode you knew that we tussle? (laughs) No, honestly, I didn't think I'd get this passionate about it. But I just think, (laughs) I just think it's very like, I don't know, like, I would trust my brother over anybody, especially somebody who I just Mm. met. Yeah. And I think it's very like, disrespectful and like, just her like, the wrong lips were talking in this in this episode. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yucky. She was, she was not thinking straight, and I just thought like Sokka deserved more than what he got in this episode. And I think the ending is beautiful. Like they saved the town oh, because the yeah. old man was like, "Yeah, I remember this guy. Like he um, he saved my life. Like from yeah, getting beat up by a bunch my... of little kids." what the hell am I saying? You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Right. But you know what? Good for Katara for like believing them at the end and going against Jet and freezing his little ass. Like good for Sokka. Good for the community. You know, Uh, I guess. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, any final thoughts for that episode? I'm just really emotional right now. (laughs) No, yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, my turn. Um, Next, moving moving on with the list. I actually changed mine from the one I mentioned to The Fortune Teller, because I actually really like this episode. Um, It's just so funny. It's so... It's so goofy and Sokka trying to prove that fortune telling isn't real. And, yeah. Uh, it's just it's just a good, lighthearted episode. Um, and I just especially love the part where Aang's like, like the fortune teller's like, you're gonna have this big old battle and it's gonna decide the fate of the world. And he's like, Yeah, whatever. Like, who am I gonna who am I gonna like? Like, whatever. Twelve year old thing. Oh yeah. Uh, it's just it's it's a good episode and I don't know I don't have a lot to say about it I just really it's it's just a light episode that I really enjoy um and and I really like the ending where <laughs> that one girl may I think that's her name um Meng. the one that likes Aang yeah <laughs> that <laughs> they're like they're saying bye and she's like, oh, bye, Katara. And Katara's like, oh, bye, like, take care. <laughs> Meg's just like, bluesy. <laughs> I'm just like, you're such a hater. Um, and, oh, such a good episode. Well, I really like it. I mean, what, what do you think? I loved that episode because of the very end, you know, Ing showing off his like bending skills, like, it really right. is one of those things that it's like you const- we're constantly seeing him as a little kid who makes mistakes, who's playful, who's yeah. this and who's that. And then him handling that like vol- it was a volcanic eruption, right? Yeah. <clears throat> like him handling it the way that he did just really does show like how much potential there is there and how powerful he really is and like, yeah, it was that little thing of, like, oh, like, Katara's gonna mar- marry or be with, like, a very powerful bender or whatever. And, like, yeah. it was that little epiphany, like, oh, Aang's a powerful bender. But yeah. 
whatever like <laughs> yeah screw Katara like it's just uh, the thing of like Aang really is that bitch like no he really, literally I mean obviously he's the avatar the avatar but mm-hmm. I just I really enjoyed like visually that entire scene of yeah him just making it happen mm-hmm. yeah good for Aang and uh the fact that they were able to stop the volcano because they were like they they like what did they do they like snuck into her thing to or no they they went to the volcano saw that it was about to erupt and then like warned the townspeople using the cloud the clouds um and ever since that episode i'm always like well what would have happened if they just didn't see it like she would have been the fortune teller would have been wrong but like she was still right like the the town was saved like regardless yeah Yeah. that's just so annoying anyway your turn i will say yes if i ever met a psychic or a fortune teller who was right more than three times i would listen to her for every goddamn thing oh yeah i i'm that kind of person that like i'm very gullible very superstitious all of that so Ah, my my mind's so weak. Your mind so powerful. He, <laughs> wait. Do you want to go next because your episode is still next? Like, yes, before my last one. Yeah. So my next episode, one of my favorites in season one, is the Waterbending Master. Just because Katara is that girl, she is the moment. Um, and even though we got some haters in the house. No, I uh, will give her that. Like, yeah, she, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you bitch. <laughs> bitch is real quiet now, huh? Huh? Season She's one, so episode eighteen. Shit, and I meant it. Season one, episode eighteen. She has things to say. All of a sudden, Georgina's quiet. I, I'm saying she's annoying as shit, boy. Why I don't. Anyway, um, oh, such a good episode like we get Sokka meeting uh, Princess Yue and liking her and they go on I think this is the episode where they go on their little dates and it's so cute Um, and then Katara standing up to stupid stupid old Master Paku Mm. for not wanting to and that's so stupid like first of all somebody's traveling with an avatar and all you want to do is train him and not his companion? Like, are you dumb? Like, are we not thinking ahead? This man is like 90 years old and he's not thinking ahead. Why? Old as dirt. No. Old as dirt. Literally. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. And then she's standing her ground. She is fighting and whatever. And the and this is what pisses me off is that like what makes him come around is finding that necklace. Like I don't know. I feel like they could have done something better, but uh, uh, all right. Like, I'll give it to you, you know? Yeah. I felt like that resolution was a little too too fast. You know what I mean? Uh Like, oh, I made that necklace? Fine, whatever. I'll train you. I'll I'll cave. Like, 
Yeah, my misogyny is out the window. Like, yeah, like where's the backbone? Like, I'm not pro misogyny, but where's the backbone? Like, where's the stubbornness? Where's the flavor? Literally, um, literally, God. But you know what? I'm glad that she was able to go to the healing huts for a bit and learn how to heal up. Yes. Um, and then she she fought, and you know what? This was also the episode. Where sweet old Zuko is on the pirate ship by himself and he almost gets killed. And his mind for just walking around, for hearing the pirates, walking around and seeing the pirates parrot. Yeah. And then the explosion goes off like, oh my god, Zuko has gone through so much. And here he is, like, almost killed again. And it's, he is... I love his character so much because he just at first he's shown to just like go into anything like head on mm-hmm. um, and it's so like he just learns to fucking slow down and not charge head first into, mm-hmm. any, into everything so his mind for surviving that and I'm so glad he survived it. And I it's just it's it's always gonna be so sad to me, like watching that episode and and Iroh is like I think he's Iroh's like walking back to the ship and then there's the explosion happens and yeah. uh it was stupid Zhao who planned it. Um and uh, yeah. So I I will say Yes. It goes with what I was going to say about the episode I chose, obviously, like, the last one of the season, The Siege of the North. Yeah. It's that thing of, like, Iroh loves Zuko so oh much. God. Literally. So, Uncle Iroh, adopt me, please. Ad- Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Iroh, Iroh, adopt me challenge. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's such a wholesome angel and yeah he like begs zuko like i don't remember which one it was it was one of the last ones obviously but he Uh. like begs zuko like think through like think through your plans like don't just go in there like raw dogging life like you do everything else like just oh my god that's like that's like towards the end of season two where he's like you're gonna get the you're gonna get the avatar's bison and then what you never think things through oh that's exactly right. I I'm ahead of myself, but okay. what I'm You're saying perfect. is like he said he kind of says something similar like at at this like end of this season because hmm. it's that thing. It's like you don't have the resources to take take this on right now. Like what right. are you doing? Like yeah. he went into the cold and like he got stuck out there and like yeah. the avatar saved him. Like had yeah. it not been for him, like his ass would have been gone you know literally and i i mean obviously that's not why i like this episode i mean it's part of it i absolutely this episode is absolutely devastating to me like obviously like they lose one of the fish <laughs> yeah that, and i was not expecting oh my god i remember when i first watched uh, it literally gagging when zhao uh, killed the fish and everything went into black and white like are you fucking kidding me right now 
I I'm was like, screaming. How are you going to kill the moon? How are you? Oh my God. I am a cancer sun. We are <laughs> ruled by the moon. Like, that <sighs> shit hurt me to my core. <laughs> oh my it God. Was just so, honestly, it was. It was devastatingly beautiful that yeah. that last episode, because it's that thing where it's like, Aang just feels so much of that pain that like obviously like the Avatar state takes over and he's like take no prisoners type of shit and yeah. even to the very end Zuko still has like that sense of goodness because there's that fighting scene between him and Zhao <gasps> and you know Aang is like swoop let's go but then even then like Zuko's like take my hand take my hand and freaking Zhao with his stupid pride with his stupid pride he's like no literally like to be that prideful and in the moment that you're about to die seeing the like seeing the prince the banished prince Reach his saving grace. Yeah, reach his arm out, and for you to just be like, "No, I, I'd prefer to die than to be saved by the banished prince." Like, that's literally insane. Like, my God. Oh, stupid as a stupid does. You know what I mean? Seriously. And just the visuals of that episode. Oh my God, the visual girl (laughs) screaming. Yes. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It is so beautiful. And like, oh, I can't can't (laughs) even, I'm struggling to get it out. (laughs) No, yeah. And Princess Yue's eyes. Yeah. Everything is black and white and her eyes are the only things that are in color. As Mm. she's holding the dead fish ready to give up her life. To restore the moon? That's fucking powerful. And it's that thing that, like, the moon gave me life. I'm gonna give it back. I'm gonna give it back. Like, I know this is my purpose. Yeah. That is so beautiful. And just the visuals of it from going to, like, all this blue, cool tones because they're, like, in the water tribe. Yeah. And then going to like black and white. Yeah. And then going to like glowing red. Oh my god. Ah, oh, beautiful. Seriously, such a good episode. I'm literally gonna start rewatching this tonight because wow. No, yeah, I need to too. <laughs> um anyway, let's move on to book two. Yes. Excellent. Um I think mine's first, yeah. Yeah, go for it. Okay, sorry. No, I'm I'm barely getting there, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, one of the episodes I want to talk about is Return to Omashu. Mm. Only for one reason and one reason only. Um, my queen, Azula, starts rounding up her bad bitch gang with Ty Lee and May. Literally the baddest bitches out there. Literally, I'm... I was little old me in like third, fourth grade, whatever, gagging when I saw May use her knives, her throwing knives. And then Ty Lee fucking backflipping and shit. 
My God. She's so good. She's adorable. I literally, I love May and Tylee so much. And my Queen Azula. Like, she is. Can't stand her ass. I literally love her so much. I'm obsessed. And. She's just a brat. Absolutely she is. She's the like, villain, bitch. It's just tantrums. And I. And Tylee's like. It. My God. And Tylee, their relationship is so interesting. Because, like. It's manipulative. It's manipulative. And Tylee's scared of her. But, like, this entire time, Tylee's just, like, going along with it. Like, you never know how Tylee truly feels until the end where she's, like, she was locked up. And, no, not even in the end, the the Boiling Rock, where she chose May over Azula. Like, that was something, I'll get into that later. Um God, such a good episode though. Uh, Return to Amashu, and then seeing Azula, like <laughs> Tylee being like, "Oh, I'd love to, but like I really found my passion here at the circus." Like, thank you though. And then mm-hmm. Azula's just like, her bitch ass. She's like, "Okay, well, I'd love to see you perform." And then she's like, huh, "Set the net on fire. You have any animals? Release them all." My God. And then Tylee's like, the universe is giving me really strong signs to join your team. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, Azula's basically, basically has a universe and a chokehold. Anyway, the Pentapox putting that, acting like infected citizens, had me gagging. Oh. Seeing King Boomy tied up or locked up. Oh, so sad. <laughs> um, By choice? <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he could escape whenever he wanted, but he said that he was waiting for the perfect moment. So it was by choice. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, just Not a really about agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> just a really good episode. I love I love the mm-hmm. fight between um Sokka and Katara against uh May and Tylee. Um, and just finding out that Tylee can just like stop your bending that <laughs> that literally yeah screaming. But that little crush that Tylee has on Sokka is so funny. It's like, so funny. Like yeah, I have to attack you, but <laughs> like it's so <laughs> hilarious. Oh my god! Like um, in the drill episode, <laughs> Tylee's like, oh, it's the Avatar. And friends. <laughs> Sokka's like, hey. <laughs> it's just so funny. Um, okay, oh, wait. Okay. Which ones are you next? Okay, so for obvious reasons that me being a softie, I chose Appa's Lost Days. Uh-huh. The emotional hold that Appa has on my heart. Mm-hmm. I would give up my life for that cartoon bison there we are that episode is so good like for not having a lot of dialogue and still being able to evoke such emotion from the audience like oh my fucking god such a beautifully written episode and like you can tell he's in so much pain because like he's scared he's lost he's being tortured like that little kid at the circus or whatever that stands up for him i feel like it gives him that like that push of like like I need to survive this I need to get out of here whatever 
you know and then him like searching and searching and like reminiscing on his time with with Aang and then like being so close to giving up but then running into the Kiyoshi warriors <gasps> like it's that little little thing of like if it had not been for them my oppa would not be here like I really believe that I just feel like running into them was also that little push of like okay like I'm safe with these people like they this is the last push I needed to make it the rest of the way right and to and to find to find um Aang oh my god and then in that episode they run into Azula yes literally we're not going to talk about the episode where they pop up um but literally i i need to like adjust my seating right now because of how and oh my god how brilliant they set it up like literally (laughs) screaming i was screaming so azula my entirely obviously beat the Kyoshi Warriors super easily. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, knock them out. I love that fight scene, by the way. It's so like, Ty Lee being like, you're not prettier than we are. And then <laughs> May being like, your makeup is making me nauseous or something like that. Like, it's just so funny. Like, they don't care. Like, their their opponents have never been a challenge for them, it seems. Yeah. And I love... I love that fight scene so much, and Azula being like, "Don't you ju- don't you know flames just don't you know fans just make flames stronger?" Mm-hmm. And then it just cuts out. Never in my childhood would I have guessed that Azula May and Tylee would show up to bossing say in the Kiyoshi Warriors outfits. No, I know. Literally, the smartest thing. I have yeah. ever seen in TV writing history. That was Let, such a brilliant play to infiltrate from the inside. Are you fucking kidding me? They didn't invent that trope. Let's not let's not go kissing Azula's ass now. I'm absolutely gonna be kissing Azula's ass. Yeah, she Trojan horse to that shit, <laughs> and it was so. Oh my god. And and, and the big reveal at the, <laughs> the big reveal I think it's like the end of episode 18 or I don't know. I don't remember which one. But where she's just they're like bowing in front of the Earth King. We're like, "Yay, the Kyoshi oh, Warriors. Yeah. Like, let's welcome them." And you're like, "Wait a minute. Like, weren't they just beat up?" Yeah. Then that was like, a really good one. Yeah, and then she's like, we are the Earth King's humble servants. And you yes. just see her red eye, her amber gold eyes. Oh. My God. Seriously? <laughs> I, I, I hate you. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, uh, what episode are we talking about? <laughs> Appa's Lost Days. Yeah, Appa's Lost Days. And just that thing of like, he gets so close. Like he makes it to Ba Sing Sing. And then... <sighs> And he makes it there. He he lands there. Yeah, and then Long Fang was the one who was using the whistle to lure Appa because he yes. knew that Aang was looking for him and he knew that he could use it as some kind of leverage. Yeah, and they trapped his ass. And I just think it's really cute how like 
they're so committed to finding Appa and Sokka does his little drawings <laughs> and then he has to like justify them like no that's his legs or whatever I just thought it was so freaking adorable and I just love it and I just love that we get to see um Uncle Iroh with his little tea shop and like you Yeah. know Zuko trying to like you know trying to get Zuko to assimilate and like uh, I I really love this episode because we get to see you know Jet again and he's Wait, this is Lake Lao Guy now, right? yeah Yeah, okay. and he what's the word he gets like Brainwashed. hypnotized brainwashed he gets brainwashed and it's that thing of like you want to root for him but you're skeptical and then you finally do root for him and it's heartbreak Yeah. it's so heartbreaking and it's that thing where it's like he's he's with them he's fighting and like the rest like his two the two kids that are with him like no you guys go ahead you guys find oppa whatever like we'll stay with him and he's like oh i'll be okay and talks like he's lying like Yeah. rip my heart out and stomp on it like that is so ah i cry every time like that is so heartbreaking because you know he came around he wanted to do the right thing he wanted to help the people that he thought were good the, the good guys like he wanted to be there like for his friends like for the kids that he was leading and ah heartbreaking Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's uh and it's that's such a good way to to reveal that he's he's not gonna make it is just by having Toph be like he's lying. Like Yeah. that's so sad. Yeah. Such a good episode too. It's so crazy that they're down there and they see all the Judies um getting like brainwashed into Mm like -hmm. what to say and um which is really scary because like I don't know, like where did they get these women? Like where are their families? Like oh my god, that's so that that's Yeah. that's really scary. Um and yeah, it's just that that Also episode love too. it. Sorry. I also Mm -hmm. You hate love me. it. No, I do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. okay, you also love it. What? I also love it because you see that side of Zuko that he's trying so hard to find. Like like he's trying to be like, no, I'm I'm the bad guy because my father's the bad guy and I want my father's approval and like he just ends up doing the right thing <laughs> like he ends up doing the right thing he releases appa because it's just that thing of like what really is the point of it all <laughs> Yeah. like what's the point of me fighting like what's the point of all of this like uncle iroh <laughs> rooting for me like uncle iroh really is the number one in my heart always next to appa of course There's just a thing of like Zuko has so much goodness in his heart and he was so angsty and so conflicted because he wanted to do the right thing but he also didn't want to lose his family because of it and uh
Yeah. Such a beautiful soul, really. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Just to have your own dad just like burn you in the face in front of an audience. Like, I know. Of course he's going to be angry. And of course he's going to have all this rage. Like, sweet Zuko. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, And then the finale, like the crossroads of destiny. Mm -hmm. Literally. This this entire season had me gagging. Like, yes, my God. Um, but the season finale, they put they whole <laughs> they put <laughs> they whole pussy up in this. Like, oh my God, my God, it was such a good finale. Yeah, and the way they set it up, like by having Azula and gang lead the coup, um, having them. Having, having Azula isolate Zuko from Iroh, mm-hmm. making it seem like it was his choice to join Azula's side, like instead of forcing him, because she knew that forcing him into like helping her that wouldn't have worked. So she was just like, "You'll get Dad's approval back," like something he's yeah. always wanted. It's just um, that constant push and pull with him, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then the way that like the gang, like they're the way that they're separated, like. Aang is with Katara, but Toph is... Toph and Sokka are, like, upstairs or, like, on... I don't know, in the castle or in the whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Aang has to separate himself, like, releases all his, like, earthly attachments or whatever to to be able to control the Avatar state. And Mm -hmm. And he finally does it. And it's supposed to be this big thing. Like, it's the season finale. We're all rooting for him. Like, and you know, it's it's going to be like a big show. And then, and the way that they animated and like directed the scene where like lightning strikes and it just zooms out of Azula's eye. Mm-hmm. Oh, so beautifully done. Yeah. And it's so crazy because like, everybody else is in awe and like oh my god that's the avatar like he's like nobody can touch him right now he's in the avatar state he's glowing he's floating and he's glowing like what am i supposed to do but her being azula like mastermind genius like can't stand her ass five steps ahead i can't stand your ass Five (laughs) five steps ahead like went behind his back and electrocuted him like Like, shot him with lightning oh my god and iroh coming in to save them katara crying going onto that that little wave of water and rescuing and catching ang yeah saving him yeah they get out of there she uses the spirit water saves his life i think there's a lot to say about that scene too because you know, Zuko still has that thing implanted of him of, like, family. This is your family. This is your family. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And, like, you could just see in his face that, like, this isn't for him. Like, it's right. not what he's supposed to be doing, but he, yeah. he still does it. Yeah. And that betrayal that Katara felt because she's like, I really thought, you know, like, I really, really thought. And, like, at the end of the day, you, you, you were given a choice and you chose wrong. And mm-hmm. it's just a lot. And and that emotion that she's feeling of like the betrayal of, of with Zuko, that pain of like 
Aang just died. <laughs> right. It's it's that thing of like she's so young and she's forced into being a hero, like yeah. forced to play with life and death, all this other stuff. And yeah. it's just a lot. It's so good. Yeah. So good. Oh my God. And you're a hundred percent right. Like he's just uncomfortable with like the decision he made. Um mm-hmm. and like I'm so glad. And his I mean his his character arc is like basically legendary when it comes to like how to write a like an antagonist to a protagonist like it's mm-hmm. like that's that's how to do it. It, it it's like his mistakes are what made him who he is and yeah. he just feels so bad and it's not until the finale like that he he's able and honestly that scene where him and Iroh uh, makeup that always makes yeah. me tear up because like Zuko's um his journey has just been through so much and Iroh has just been a constant like supportive figure in his life and for and Zuko knows he fucked up and like he's like mm-hmm. he hugs Iroh he's like I thought you'd be mad at me like mm-hmm. what that's not how like somebody who cares about you is supposed to react like yeah oh god so good so good um moving on into book three i want to change i want to change one of them i think i want to change my southern raiders one even though it's Mm. such a good episode yeah um i want to change it to uh the beach episode five Mm. because this is an azula slash may tylee zuko centric episode um one we get the introduction of Combustion Man. Um, and we see what he can do and create those explosions with his mind. And I think it's such a good way to introduce um, introduce a villain, like a secondary villain in a show. Yeah. Um, because, and this is what I love about the scene, like they're chilling, they're like, whatever. And all of the music just goes away. It's so quiet. There's no music. And he just approaches them, like, at the top of that um, volcano, like, once volcano-looking crater thing. And Toph's like, oh, my God, what's going on? And then he inhales, and then, like, they protect themselves, and it's just... Then it starts picking up, like, with the music, and, like, it's intense, and... So, so I love that. I love that. Um, I love his introduction. And then I just love, it's, it's such a good episode, um, psychologically, like to Mm -hmm. see the, to see, see these little villains, like these little dorks just. No, I know. Hang out with teens and see how Azula's like, it's everything she does. is just to like move her like status up and like. I was, I was just gonna say like it shows how detached she is from yeah. regular ass humanity right like she, I mean it makes me feel bad for her because it's the thing like yeah. you born and bred into being a machine a fighting machine a yeah. war machine you're not a child to these people like yeah. you're a weapon yeah and her being out with her brother and her friends, like, 
trying to get boys and trying to get boys to notice her and like tr trying to be friendly flirty whatever like she can't do it because that that's literally nothing like <laughs> yeah i mean it's literally insignificant because she's a weapon she's a weapon of mass destruction yeah and and it has i think the motivation there is is important too because like she says when she makes out with that one guy she's like we'll be the we'll you and I will be the um, most powerful couple in the in all of the Fire Nation or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, like, this is a guy you just met. Like, you're not going to marry him. But, like, yeah. all, all you're thinking about is just, like, becoming powerful and having yeah. and having a um, man in your life. Um, and so it's just, it's it's crazy that yeah, you're right. How detached she is from from regular humans. But I love ah, this episode is one that I would use to argue that like I I don't know like it's so hard, but I really do think that Azula cares for Zuko, um, and it's like really? yeah, there's there's something there, and it's not expressed. It's not expressed off expressed yeah not expressed often but like i don't know she's she has i not maybe not that she cares for him but she definitely has a soft soft spot for him like he's at the old house and she approaches him and is like what are you doing here like come on this place is depressing like why is it depressing like why like yeah and they're trying to like identify what's wrong with him and I don't know. I, I think I think this episode is I, go ahead. I also think that's why Azula pisses me off. Because yeah. you know, near the end of the night when they're all at the beach and they're all kind of arguing and, like, and talking, yeah. Azula does this thing of like, Yeah, I have my problems too, but I'm not a little bitch about it like the rest of you guys, whatever. No. Like, yeah, I get it. Your defenses are high, like, whatever. But, like, you're not a good friend. Like, you're putting people down when they're trying to open up about things that are important to them. Like, yeah. obviously, like, you don't really care about these girls or even, like, to me, it doesn't seem that she cares about her brother either. Like, to me, mm -hmm. it's always been, like, my brother's in my way of being the number one. Like, right. I'm gonna I have to to make sure that he messes up so that I can continue to be number one and I think you really see that like yeah my mom preferred Zuko over me whatever whatever but then it just goes back to that thing of like yeah it's probably a defense mechanism but it just goes back to that thing of being like high and mighty about it and like like this is the most vulnerable everyone's been ever and you're mm -hmm. choosing to put everybody down and like be a bitch about it yeah but you know what like because because she definitely yeah she doesn't care about zuko like um by telling her dad that zuko is the one who killed the avatar and knowing that like he if he might not be and zuko's getting the credit yeah. like zuko is the one that's gonna look dumb and so she doesn't care about how he's gonna feel and like the repercussions for that but i think I think with the beach being there and being able to like let her guard down for a bit, like you were able to see a little bit of a soft side. And, and I think with, with the war and with everything, like 
she definitely has um that those walls very high up but that day that she got to relax and at least relax a little bit like we we were able to see a little bit of a soft spot for for zuko and and giving them at least she uh, bare minimum but at least she gave them like the chance to speak and express their emotions Uh, Um, that's not hers to give or take though you know what I'm trying to defend my bestie Azula, okay? <laughs> I literally, she's the best villain I've ever seen, ever. Um, so, I really like this episode. Like, this is this is one I could rewatch all the time. Like, it's so good, and uh, yeah. Okay, your turn. Um, I chose Nightmares and Daydreams. Which is so interesting, because that's always a skip for me. Really? Yeah. It's not my favorite. I will give you that. Uh-huh. Like, I chose it because it's like, this is so dumb. Like, what are you doing? Like, no, y'all. <laughs> I think it's stupid funny what they're doing. Like, of Aang not being able to sleep and the little skits that go on and his hallucinations, whatever. Like, I think that's hilarious. But then I also think it's an important, like, episode because it shows Zuko back into like his life as a prince and it kind of shows him like everyone waiting on him hand and foot and him being like uncomfortable about it because you know he's been humbled by life like he's had to rough it and now he's back in the situation of like literally people are trying to mouth feed like me fruit or whatever and it's not him like you could see it's not him and like yeah he's with his little girlfriend and like Mm -hmm. um He's trying to talk to Azula, be sincere about it. Like you said, like, Azula's like, oh, yeah, you say you, that you killed the Avatar or whatever. But it's a thing of, like, he doesn't feel at home in his home. Yeah. And he knows that he shouldn't be there. And, like, I don't know. Like, he, I saw that as a really, like, reflective moment for him because he's like, okay, I get it. Like enough is enough like i did my part as the villain like i can't like something's wrong here and i need to i need to get to the bottom of it because this isn't it you know this isn't for me and i i really do like that about this episode i do i do enjoy the little funnies and whatever but i think that those scenes with with zuko are important and also the fight scene between um Appa and and Momo. And Momo. <laughs> <clears throat> um Oh yeah, this is this is the one where he where he's like, you know what, I'm just gonna I'm gonna break up with May, right? Like he he places that letter. Is that is that the one? I don't think I don't know if he does the letter there. That might be the, but you could the, just... the black sun yeah like being uncomfortable yeah, yeah. You, said, you said it best like um being uncomfortable in his own home i think that that just kind of cements the idea that this isn't for him and mm-hmm. his father's love isn't for him and all of this stuff just it's um, like everything he wanted isn't isn't how he pictured it to be and that's when he realized that he fucked up mm-hmm. by betraying his by betraying uncle iroh I know. God, so powerful. You know, I think I want to change my episode. Uh-huh. 
and it's gonna go back because I it's okay. this is the one right before the one I just did. Your mind. Um, this is such a good one. The Puppet Master. Yes. Such a good episode. I don't know why I didn't think of it before. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Hama is such a good little villain. It's and so scary and like okay okay what are your thoughts on it it's just the thing that it's like she wasn't meant to be a villain right she wasn't meant to be a villain she was turned into one yeah and i mean her reasons very valid like i give her that like i hear you like i would have done the same shit but like just that thing of like this happened to me and I'm not going to let anybody get in my way because I won't let it happen again. And it just turned her into this, like, I think one of the most evil villains that we've seen in this entire, like, show. Yeah. And this is the only time I feel bad for Katara. Mm. Because... You bitch. Okay, but you know why, you know, like, she pushes Katara to a point that she never wanted to get to. Right. Like she's yeah. like, I would never want to do that to somebody like that is awful. Like that yeah. is inhumane. Like it goes against her high mighty morals, whatever. And it forces her to have to blood bend her to save her friends. Her brother, lives. Her friend, yeah. yeah. Her brother and her friends. Like it's, it's unfair it's unfair to her because she really she was cornered and it it also shows how powerful Katara really is truly like we've always known she's powerful we've always known she's talented but it's the thing like in Harry Potter like Hermione like everyone's like Hermione's just the brain she's just the brain like no that bitch is powerful like she is she is the embodiment of strength and it's that same thing with Katara like She's not just the brains. She's not just the level-headed sister. Like, she she's power. Like, she is... Amen. Yeah, and and it's it's so beautifully written and done. And you could just see yeah. the similarities between... What the hell's her name? And, and Katara. <laughs> and just the scene in the forest, like... Yeah. With the leaves falling and yeah. just the dark mystical evening whatever and like her telling her backstory of like she started doing it with mice and then she did it to a guy and like yeah she's like what the fuck and it's uh, yeah and just to see the way that like she handles the witch yeah. is she a witch bitch she's just a waterbender <laughs> I don't know why I always called her a witch because she looks like one <laughs> no you're right she has the know. witch nails yeah. It's a thing of like she doesn't want to do it. And just when she finally does do it, like the way she holds her. Like the way she holds her with her like I just fast forwarded to that scene on my computer because like just the way that Katara holds her, you could tell that like she's realizing the power that she has. Right. And she's she's realizing like this is more than I ever want to have over anybody. And Katara cries about it. And 
it hurts her and she's like this isn't who i want to be right like i like, can't believe i just did that yeah and it it's just a really powerful scene because it it kind of shows like desperation leads you to some crazy things oh yeah yeah, yeah it's such a good episode and then and then even like in the little breadcrumbs that they give the audience like at the beginning where Toph's like wait you guys I can hear screaming mm-hmm. in the mountains and they're like stop it and she's like wait it just stopped Yeah. and then Hama appears all of a sudden like I'm mm-hmm. sure Hama like miles away was just like shut up yeah and then like I'm convinced like I don't know how she could have done it from that far but I'm convinced that Hama was just like, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the Puppet Master is a really good episode. Um, and a really scary one, too, because, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I lo- I, yeah, I love that it shows that, like, it's not just the firebenders that are bad guys, it's, it's anybody, regardless of what nation or whatever. Yeah. <sighs> so, Goit. Um, my last one um, is the Boiling Rock Part 2 and of course it's because of the ending um, with my babies May, Tylee, and Azula um, but also like we get a little Suki moment like she gets to yeah. she literally climbs like three flights like <laughs> three stories um, yeah and she's like running across the people's heads and um the Sokka and Hakoda like their plan to escape is so brilliant and um it, I don't know like seeing Suki run across them climb up the wall get to get to the warden and then Zuko's dealing with May and like you forget that Zuko just broke up with me over a letter and then it's like episodes later it's just like really you broke up with me for a, a letter how'd you know I was here the warden's my uncle you idiot yeah like and then it's so crazy because when I watched it my like my I just thought it was gonna be May there like I completely forgot that Azula and Ty Lee would be there too yeah and then the warden's grilling that one guard and then Azula's like, you're wasting your time. He's not one of them. Mm-hmm. How do you know? Because I'm a people person. <laughs> Shut up. I'm just so annoying. Literally her mind. Her That's mind. So funny. And it's so crazy because like, if you were one of them, you'd be like, what the f- Like, what does that even mean? Like, yeah. you're a people person? Are we just going to listen to you because you're the princess? But it's so crazy because we're the audience and we know that she's right. Like, yeah, that just shows her power. And then the fight scene on the gondola between Azula, Sok, and Zuko, and then Tylee against Suki. So good. May comes to the rescue. And it's just, it's just great because the way Tylee betrayed Azula and Azula was not even expecting it. I really. Okay, but that desperation of Ty Lee, like, realizing what she just did, like, processing, like, I 
I just actively chose a side. Right. Like she's and looking at her like, knuckles, like Yes. And then she's like, Let's go. Yeah, come on, let's get out of here. Oh so good. I'm and it's so annoying because I know that they could have escaped. Like they yeah. could they could have beat they could have beat well like I don't know how they'd escape, but they definitely could have beat the guards. Like Yeah. And so I'm so upset that they they that they didn't that they didn't yeah. fight. Um, but it's I love that May, even though Zuko broke up with her, locked her in in a little cell. Like she still managed to escape. Okay, but that line of like I love Zuko more than I fear you. Poetic, actually poetic. Literally chills. No literally and it's like uh, what is what does Azula say well you should have feared me more and then she she readies up to fight May whips out her little knife and it gleams in the sunlight and then Tylee just comes in knocks her down and Azula was so caught off guard and you know we all were bestie no oh I will never forget that that shit had me gagging and you know what I've thought about Azula's like break um mental break and and what drove her over the edge and I always see and I and I've talked about this with Gabby and Andrew um and I always see people talk about like it's it's their betrayal that drives her crazy <laughs> but really i think it's because zuko tells ozai like azula's the one that killed the avatar and pinned it on me and ozai's like why Damn. would she do that and then so now ozai knows that azula fucked up yeah and so that's why he doesn't bring her along in the finale on the ships and it's just like okay like you'll just stay here and you'll just be the fire lord which doesn't really mean anything yeah and i don't know i think it's because she she's finally getting treated like zuko um she lost her friends that definitely has something to do with it but like really yeah but now you think she cares yeah absolutely Really? Yeah, like getting betrayed. Like it's it's because her betrayal she, is her bread and butter, though. Right, but she used fear to control them, and she even has that revelation, like in the mirror, talking to her mom. Like when when she's like having that break, she's like, "You use the mom's like you use fear to control um, all the people around you, including your friends, my entire Lee." Mm. she's like what choice do i have fear is the best way to control people blah 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 Mm. um and yeah that might be a way to control people but like it's tylee's love for may and may may's love for zuko that is what made them betray azula and azula knows that she'll never have that yeah so so i think i think yeah definitely they're their betrayal like caused a break in her but i think it's also like ozai not 
like just not bringing her along and kind of just like kicking her to the curb mm-hmm. um i think i think that has something to do with it as well mm-hmm. and what did you think her downfall meant like how, how did you take her downfall i think it was just about her dad not giving her everything mm. like azula doesn't know how to lose yeah. Because Azula will meet, will win even if it means cheating to yeah. do so. And I part of her, her break started when she realized that she wasn't going to get everything she wanted. Mm-hmm. Even though she did everything she was supposed to for her dad. Yeah. He wasn't going to give her let her be ruler and fuck things up on her own and I think that started it, but then realizing that she didn't win broke her. Because yeah. I, I honestly, like, as much as I try to, like, I I cannot see the good in Azula. And it's just that thing of, like, I don't think she gives a rat's ass about her friends. I think that she took the betrayal as, like, an embarrassment and, like, Oh. oh, I lost. Not lost as in like I'm hurting for my friends. Lost as in like somebody else won but me. Right. Like somebody had the upper hand. Like somebody just yes. used, used, like caught me off guard. And yeah. yeah. And for her, mistakes are like death. Yeah. Like she, she really like has no problem. Like, ending somebody's life or whatever as long as it means that she can get her next win yeah yeah i don't i don't really think azula gives a fuck huh i do and i mean it i'm really like shocked by that hmm. theory yeah god i love this show so much and it's so cool that we're able to like like there's multiple perspectives that one could take on like yeah. her, like what her downfall could mean or whatever. Yeah. Um God. Such a good episode. You know, my cousin on TikTok um sometimes sees videos of like the guy who voices Zuko. Yeah. And like sometimes he talks about like, oh, just got another check for Avatar. This one's pretty big, and like this one's really small, and this one this and this Aww. one that. And I can never watch the videos because to me that's Zuko. Yeah. And like and General Iroh. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I did I I don't want to see like the real person. <laughs> oh hell no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Really quick before we end this show. Or I mean this episode. <laughs> because this is a lengthy one already. <laughs> What's your favorite moment in the finale? Do you have yours? Oh, absolutely. The fight between Zuko and Azula. That shit was so beautiful. Oh, that was really good. Yeah. It was sad. It was poetic. It was literally everything. I think for me, the hardest hitting part was... um... I think that scene with... um... With Toph and Sokka were like... He really thinks that's it, and he 
literally was sacrificing his life to save Toph and <gasps> and he felt so helpless because he's like I can't do any more than what I'm doing oh and... my god and then her like they're hanging on by like the tips of their finger yes. like she's hanging on Toph can't see she can only hear what's around her yes and those fire nation soldiers are like on either side and he's trying so hard yeah and his like, legs broken at that point too like it's um his sword wait. is gone like they're ganging up on him they're slipping and like yeah. he's like i think this is it like i i don't i have any more like right cards up my sleeve you know like i i'm out of tricks and yeah. then here comes that other blimp or whatever. Suki with, comes. With she Suki. Mm-hmm. and she's like, "Holy shit! Like Suki did this. Like she saved our asses." And like, yeah. just that brief moment of Sokka's like, "I don't know what else to do." Right. But in like a helpless, I'm sorry way. Yeah. Oh, I cry. Oh, I ugly cry such a it's yeah it's so sad because like she Toph is hanging on by like a literal thread she loves Sokka yeah yeah my god and Sokka just being that like I'm your protector right like I may not be a bender but I I'm here to protect you guys and I I can't even fight for you anymore and just that resignation ah so emotional such a good show. No, I know. I'm definitely going to start rewatching it tonight. <laughs> Your mind, as you should. Actually, it's 11 o'clock. Who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, everybody, I hope you liked our little analysis slash talk about Avatar The Last Airbender because it's literally one of the greatest shows on Earth. And if you haven't seen it, spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) And if you have seen it and you forgot, spoiler alert. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um, So um, we hope you enjoyed this episode and we will catch you next time on No Literally. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) You bitch. Alrighty. Bye. Bye.